Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! I'm Griffin. Steve. A.K.A. Bones, isn't that right? Oh, yeah. Did we keep up with that? Uh, no. When was it introduced? We mentioned it in one episode a couple episodes back. Ah, uh, yeah. Keep it alive. Uh, okay, so this is Bones, yep. uh, and this is the podcast Killed to Death. The true crime podcast, and it's improvised. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, did, I was the one who interrupted our That's normal okay. intro first. Hey, That's Bones fine. is going to bone it sometimes, you know? And Bones, I came to the realization, I was looking at the schedule today, I mm. believe this episode is going to come out on Christmas Day. Wow. Uh, We've really committed to the Christmas apps. Yeah. There was a time when there was Christmas apps. We had Santa Claus on a few years in a yeah. row. Yeah. Santa stopped doing it, I guess, at a certain <laughs> point. But well, we stopped, we stopped specially planning these uh, and just found out the day of. Uh, so it is yes. Christmas Day today. Yes. Uh, we have our family dinners mm. uh, tonight, and Steve, we've prepared a, a few yeah, tips. Our big family <laughs> dinners. Everyone gather with all your family members this year, uh, and we've prepared uh, a few tips mm-hmm. uh, for a successful Christmas dinner. Yeah. Uh, which we're going to have in just a few hours, depending on when today yes. you're listening to this episode. Yes. It's uh, coming up. Because, of course, we'll also take this episode offline after today. Right. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> Download it to your phone. Steve, uh, Christmas dinner tip number one. Tip number one, invite over at least one other family, if not more than mm-hmm. one other family, because what's better than... And especially this is true during the COVID season when yes. everyone's so down and low. Yes. People need camaraderie. People need to get together with friends and to stay in good spirits and it's a time for cheer so have two families over at least and that's because sure you have your traditions and you love your christmas tree for me uh we put up a christmas tree and give presents to each other right and for me dance interesting big dance big so when you have other families there as well it's a it's a nice melding of traditions you all of a sudden you get all of these different maybe new ones that you weren't exposed to in previous years and it's kind of a beautiful coming together and the food sometimes you'll have four five seven different turkeys and nothing else it's two families come yeah and they have seven turkeys somehow well don't tell them what you're bringing and no one tell what anyone else is bringing surprise see what's there yeah. maybe it's all 24 hour salad <laughs> uh tip number two yes uh it's a, it's a tradition me and my family love to do yeah the firing of the Christmas gun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, You're fired. Is yeah, that what that's you say? A, we'll say that to the gun. Yes. Great impression. Who was that? <laughs> uh, and this is my father who will do it. Oh, always. Uh, it's always, yes. Until, well, once he passes away, it will well, be. But then it'll be a battle between you and B. And my mom. Okay. Everyone gets to duke it out for us. who gets the gun. It's, it's going to be a, yeah, it's a free-for-all for who gets the gun. Right. Because uh, you do get to keep it all year. You're responsible for the upkeep. Uh, you have to clean it. Uh, oh. You have to buy the ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, do you need a lot of ammo for one fire a year? <laughs> uh, so my dad is, is pretty overzealous. Oh, he keeps just shooting uh, it up. He will walk down the middle of the street, just pointing it into the oh. darkness at night, uh, firing. Oh, it's the, I assumed, I don't know why I assumed up in the air. 
No, 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 no. Oh, uh, straight, out. perpendicular with the ground. Yes, out into the darkness. His outstretched arm out into the darkness, down the center of the street. Mm. Uh, and and he'll sometimes stop if a neighbor has wronged him that year to look at his, look at their house mm-hmm. while he does it. He doesn't mm-hmm. shoot at their house. No, no. But he will stare at their house and with the other hand point at them while he fires the yes. gun down the street. And that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, uh, for us at least. Steve? Yes, and another good tip uh, I think is that when you go caroling this year, mix it up. Don't stick to the classics. Uh, find some new tracks. Because anything can be made Christmassy once yeah, it's sung like, by a uh, choir. Hunting in the woods. Find some new tracks. That's right. That's yeah. <laughs> so you so you always find are these original songs? Oh, can be. Can be. But I think and I think that that's kind of the most fun, is when you can make up your own one entirely. And in fact, Make it up on the spot. And you'll show up to people's houses mm-hmm. and, uh, as a family. Full garb, yeah. too. We like to wear the Christmas caroling garb. Yeah, you've, you have outlined all, all the music executives in Toronto on a little map, and you'll usually just oh, yeah. go to their houses with your originally oh, yeah. uh, family compositions. Because this isn't about cheer. This activity is about getting a damn signing, for yeah. once, getting a deal. What's cheerier than a paycheck? Yeah, what's cheerier than us and our debut family album? made up christmas songs with the cooks <laughs> because they are all going to be made up can you give me just a brief track listing of ones that we made up yeah uh christmas time is soon uh win- the, that's a november classic winter bells winter bells um, ding dong okay that could be doorbell that could be other bells <laughs> that could be anything really yeah. um and of course um sliding under that tree mm mm-hmm. that one's a little sexy yeah, well, it's like sliding into someone's DMs. Yes, but sliding right into the... But sliding right, right under the Christmas right tree. Right under that Christmas tree. <laughs> and um, that's it. Uh, and final, Short final. Uh, I guess tip. I'm into traditions now. Tradition uh, or, tr- or tips? You can give a, give a tip on a tradition. Uh, is the Christmas roast. Yeah. Now, I bet you think I'm going to do some wordplay where it's all about us insulting each other. Uh, but it's not. Yeah. No. Nope. No. Uh, we just do a Christmas roast mm. uh, where we all we all get into the sauna. Uh, in our oh, full, you roast yourselves. And in our full Christmas garb. Right. And we, yeah. With our, our hats. Apple in your mouth. Apple in our mouth. Yeah. And and we sit there and we talk about what we're thankful for. Our uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A happy holiday. <laughs> yeah, we should say a high holiday <laughs> to all our listeners. Uh, and that's all I've got. And that's all I've ever got. Steve, would you like to start uh, our very special Christmas episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Victim. Chet Stedman, found dead in a lighthouse. Today's guest, Chandeline Jean, who found the body. Chandeline, hello. Chandeline Jean here. Thanks so much for having me on the interview. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, you, uh, no need to be so formal. Thank you very much. I won't. <laughs> Are you uh, uh, evolved at all in like radio or something like that? It feels like you have a good presence, a good voice for radio. Well, as a single mom with no kids, I don't have time for radio, so no, I am not. (laughs) What do you fill your time with? Oh, well, I don't have a son, but I am a single mom, so I spend a lot of time preparing as if I did have a son. Also, I'm going through divorce with my soon-to-be ex-husband, David, so I spend plenty of time separating myself from him. (laughs) Uh, where does the mom aspect of you come in 
Well, a mother has to take care of others. I am a caregiver. Right. I just don't have anyone to care for. So what else would I be? I'm right. a woman on my own. I like to take care. Single mom, but I don't have kids. So single mom with no kids. I'm not going to lie to you or anyone else. Well, so thank you, first of all, for that. You are kind of a sink right now. What? Oh, Single what? income, no kids. Have you heard of Dink? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Double income, no kids? Uh, I have not. Oh, wow. Uh, but I can imagine what that is. It's when you have two incomes and no kids. But I suppose you actually it's don't like have an income. If I was to work two jobs right now. Exactly. If you work two jobs, that's I'm dink. a dink. That's dink. Okay, but well, I am working two jobs. Oh wow! Okay. The job of being a single mom with no kids, and the job of getting divorced. Uh, <laughs> Believe okay. me, it's hard work. <laughs> so it means you don't have time uh, for radio, uh, but it does mean you have time to visit lighthouses. Apparently, I have nothing but. <laughs> do you do, is it, do you make a point of doing this often? <laughs> Well, I believe that in this world we shouldn't hide things and we should shine a bright light on every situation. So I like to take a daily walk to the lighthouse to make sure it's shining a light on the town so people will be honest. Mm. Much like I wish my soon-to-be ex-husband David would have been honest about how much he didn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) Was there kind of a lighthouse light shined upon David? Mm. Is that what happened? There is now uh. on the divorce papers. <laughs> uh, so this lighthouse light shines into town. Yes, it does. <laughs> and everything that the light touches will be honest. And everything that it doesn't will be dishonest. Kind of like the Lion King. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's what he says. Everything the light touches is going to be honest. <laughs> yes, that's why he's a good father. Mm. Yeah, would you uh, say with a son? And you'll also notice that was a single mother, but with a kid. Right, <laughs> the dad from the Lion King, or or Narabi, his wife. What's her name? Yes, but when the kid Sarabi? left, she was a single mom with no kids. <laughs> right. Then she became a single mom with a kid. This is what I hope for me. Are there any? Well, may, oh no. I'm still here. Okay, oh, we good. just lost video. Uh so, what town is this? Well, I'm so glad you asked. This is the town of Rutherford, New Haven. Rutherford, New Haven. Uh, and is this lighthouse, was this the result of the light being installed wrong? Or was this on yes. purpose? Yes, okay. Yes, it was installed backwards for quite some time, so <laughs> the light was only shining into the lighthouse. It was a huge problem. Boats crashing up on the rocks constantly. Absolutely. The boats couldn't get to shore. And on account of the light only facing the town, they still can't. (laughs) I guess they can get to shore. In fact, they get too close to shore. And then. Yes, you're right, actually. That is the problem. (laughs) And so you'll, you'll go down there every day to make sure the light is still shining into the town. Somebody's got to. Yeah, everyone else almost thinks it's uh, an annoyance. It's almost as if the people don't want to tell the truth. I am here to set them free. Mm. Is there a lighthouse keeper of any sort? Well, there was. Uh, Chet, uh... Chet Stedman, was this him? Yes, every day I would see Chet. And for some reason, he gave me a donut. You'd think it'd be the other way around. He gave you a donut? 
Yes, every day to thank him or to thank me for coming. And I thanked him by saying thank you. But you'd think it'd be the other way around. Is that is that normally tradition? Is you go bring the lighthouse keeper a donut? No, that's why he was so special. But wouldn't you know it? When I went to go see him and found his dead body, not a donut inside. Oh. That's when I knew, other than him being dead, something was wrong. So it is interesting. I mean, we have a murder in the town. You obviously are passionate about shining a light on this whole town. Is this a town known for, for secrets and, and deception? Oh, like you wouldn't believe. I'd love to tell you all about it. Here I go. Well, <laughs> first it started with my soon-to-be ex-husband, David. It turned out he was having an affair with the West Side. And wouldn't you know it, the West Side was in a beef with the East Side. Something to do with money raining. Next thing I know, it turns out that the West Side woman he was having an affair with was actually from the East Side. That started a war. None of this would have happened if everybody just wore a name tag with their exact GPS location where they were from. And you've been a, a big proponent of this? Yes, I bought the name tags. <laughs> oh, and uh, any kind of traction on that? Did you get a few people wearing them or not good reception? I had one. Chet. Oh. oh. And was he a West Side guy or an East Side guy? No, he was an Upside guy because the lighthouse is up. How many different sides are there? There's a Z-axis. Well, there's a west side and an east side, a bit of a hill, and that's where the lighthouse was. You can't count it as a side. It's up. Mm. Was it directly in the middle of the two warring sides? No, not even close. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was positioned directly on one of these sides, but it was just up a slight incline, so it couldn't count. Yes, it was more like an acute triangle. Right. Okay, okay. And for the listeners who are, everyone's going to be into sliding under my Christmas tree to tell me this. I said Z-axis, I meant Y-axis. And I think we all know that. I don't know which axis is which. I think the Y goes up and the X goes to the side and the Z is like the plane that like would come at you. You know what I right. mean? Right. I also uh, just caught myself. There's no way that I'm not going to fully adopt uh, Chandeline's inflection by the end of this episode. Yeah, it is. It's addictive. <laughs> Thank you. So are drugs. Stay away. Was well, that also something you're you're trying to get a message out about? Are you passionate about that? Yes. If we shine the light on the town, people will stop doing secret drugs. You you truly are a mom for for the town of Rutherford. That's what I've been trying to say. I even made a banner. They drowned it. They drowned they your drowned banner? The banner. They drowned my banner. Is that what you yes. call throwing but anything no into the water? No one could see because there was no light shining on it. Oh, they found a spot where the lights didn't touch. Anywhere in the, the water. The whole water. Anywhere in oh, the water. Right. <laughs> you go now the you water. can see we have two mysteries on our hands. Well, I'm immediately, of course, suspicious that uh, why this body wasn't dumped in the water. That seems like an easy way to get rid of it uh, it seems like maybe they left it behind to send some kind of message Does that make or any to sense? me it suggests no planning no forethought oh, yeah. this was a heat of the moment thing and they just booked it out of there whoever did this mm -hmm. i couldn't help but agree one shoe was tied on chet one shoe is not if you had planned a murder you would make sure both shoes were identical so they couldn't tell them apart yeah but instead you could tell the two shoes apart by which one was tied and which wasn't 
Exactly, and I could tell his left foot was ahead. That's his leading foot because he's left-handed. It meant he was trying to get to the door. Um, Interesting. In motion. Okay. Exactly. Now, let's talk about the rest of the scene in this lighthouse. What is normally in there? I, I, does he have a little cot? Well, there's Chet. There's light. There's the donuts. There's stairs. And when you go up those stairs... A couple of more donuts and a chair that Chet sleeps in. Okay, so he truly has no setup in this lighthouse. He just lives in that chair. Yes, he has a bad spine. He needs to keep it erect. Is it like a lazy boy kind of chair? Or what what kind of chair are we talking here? No, it's wooden. No cushion. (laughs) Wow, that's a tough... I mean, I guess it's better for his back, maybe. Exactly, yes. Do you know Chet? No, I just heard from you that he has a bad back. Well, it sounds like you know everything I know about him. <laughs> you painted quite the picture. Does Thank he ever you. leave the lighthouse? He must to get these donuts unless he's making them himself. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I think he's making them himself because they tasted like kindness. Oh, is, oh. is there any kind of kitchen set up in the lighthouse? Not that I found. Yeah, I wonder if it was an outdoor kitchen on the backside towards the water. Mm, in the dark. Mm, dark kitchen. Exactly. A secret kitchen. Now, why would he want a secret kitchen, I wonder? The donuts are filled with kindness, but what are the other things filled with that he's making? Don't ask me. I'm not the detective. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk in uh, to the lighthouse the day you found him. No, I trotted in. You trotted in (laughs) through the door. Yes. Uh, Was he down on the lower level? That's the thing. His whole body was, but his head just on the first step. Mm. Oh, he was decapitated. No, attached. His neck was on an angle. Mm. I see. He's laying on that first step. If he was decapitated, do you think I would be here talking to you? No, I would be getting my sewing kit and sewing him back together. <laughs> so he was fully intact. There's no sewing needed. None at all. Oh, okay, good. Now, <laughs> now an untied shoelace and a mangled corpse at the bottom of stairs uh, suggests yeah. one thing very strongly to me that is not murder. That he's not the murderer? No, I never <laughs> said he was. Is it at all possible that he fell down the lighthouse stairs? I promise you it's not. He's never fallen in his life. He's just one of those people. He's even in the Guinness World Book of Records for best balance. Wow. Even with the spine. Yes, that's why he made the record. <laughs> he made the record? Did he reach out to them and Yes, say? he submitted it. And turns out nobody else applied. So he got it by default. Wow. Okay. So a great balance would not have just fallen down the stairs. No, I guarantee it. Also, there was one other suspicious thing as previously mentioned. Not a donut inside. Mm. No. So uh, this could have happened on his way down to make the donuts for the day. Mm. Does he make one? No, he knew I was coming. The donut would be made. Don't you understand? Chet was never late. (laughs) Oh, did you have an agreed upon meeting time every day? Naturally. When was that? Well, I'm glad you asked. 9.07 a.m. <laughs> so every morning you'd visit him to get your donut to make sure the light was still on. Yes, I would get there at 9 o'clock, spend seven minutes <coughs> inspecting the light, then walk in. 
<laughs> oh, from the outside, you just kind of like look up at it. Yes, you never know if it'll blink. You have to keep watching. <laughs> it's like a staring contest with this light. I would never look directly into a light, and I suggest you don't either. That's bad for your eyes. But isn't that what you do? No, I stand on the side. Oh, okay. You stand on the side and look directly into it? <laughs> yes, I used to stand on the west side of it, and then I found out about the affair, so I moved to the east side of it. Right. Does anyone visit the lighthouse other than you? Well, one time someone else did, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay, it, great, then we can it, move on. Was it David? Okay, fine. If you're going to press me, I'll tell you. It was my ex-husband, David. <laughs> you see, he followed me there, and he thought I was having an affair. And then he saw the donut and realized I was just having a sweet treat. But when he went to turn around and leave, it was too late. I caught him red-handed because he had blood on his hands from a bloody nose he got from the heights. Well, when was oh. this in relation to when you found the body? The morning of. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> It is interesting you then you saw your soon to be ex husband walking away with blood on his hands. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't question it because it was at nine oh six. Yeah, you were busy standing to the side of the light. Yes, of course. But you you think that the blood is from a nosebleed. He's not good with heights. He's never been good with heights. And the lighthouse that's up is on at least a one meter incline. <laughs> An incline of at least one meter. An incline of a meter. Yes. Possibly <laughs> one to one and a half. Well, let's talk about uh, the blood I'm very curious about. Was there any blood around Chet's body? Yes, a pile of it, of course. A oh, a big pile. <laughs> they had stacked up the blood. Yes, so it was a pile of blood and it was held in by a caution tape. But the police weren't there yet. Oh. So someone was trying to warn me not to step in the blood. Who would do such a thing? Was this was this like a drippy, creepy font on the caution? Yeah. It's a caution Halloween. From like a Halloween store, maybe? It didn't say Halloween, but it said caution H and then kind of trailed off. It trailed and I couldn't off. make out any of the other letters. It could have been caution hallelujah, caution hello, caution... Hey, what's new? You tell me. It could have been could any have been of us. Caution, those. hey, what's new? You tell me. That is a good point. Yeah. So this wasn't just a, a murder and run. They had time to stack the blood and mm, uh, put up put tape, tape at least. And I wonder why it, they would do that besides knowing that you're coming next. Um, and that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I so couldn't it... help but think that they didn't want me to get my new suede shoes dirty. Mm -hmm. Those suede shoes were an apology gift from my soon-to-be ex-husband, David. Wow. <laughs> Unfortunately, all signs are pointing to our good friend, David. That's the problem. There were no written signs other than the caution tape. If someone had written a sign with an arrow pointing to who did it, perhaps we wouldn't be in this interview. <laughs> we wouldn't have a show if that happened, though. I don't want you to lose your show, so I guess it's for the best. <laughs> what did you and Chet normally talk about? Nothing. He didn't speak. He didn't speak wow. at all. Just handed by the choice. donut. Oh, by choice. Oh, okay. Yes, he was one of those shy kids. You know the kind. 
<laughs> a vow of silence he took. Yes, except we spoke in other ways. For example, if he gave me a cinnamon donut, it meant he was feeling in a spicy mood. If he gave me a dark chocolate donut, it meant he was feeling a little heavy in the heart. And if he gave me a sprinkle donut, it meant things were nuts. But not a nut donut. He would never. He's not nuts. <laughs> so the day before, what kind of donut did he give you when you last Ooh, saw him alive? Good question. Here's the thing. It was an April fritter. And what does that mean? I don't know. That's why this is a mystery. I can't believe That's you didn't this is start a mystery. with this information. But it, it still tasted like kindness. Always. Jet's a good man. He doesn't need to tell me in his own words. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you've never talked to him. You just know he's kind because you can taste it in the donuts. Yes, of course. Have you ever been to Tim Hortons? It tastes like a black heart. (laughs) Yeah, there's no kindness in a Tim Hortons. Not at all. But let's unpack what an apple fritter means. I mean, when, when you hear apple fritter, what do you think? I think home. Perhaps he was asking me to move in with him. Wow. Wow. That is... But... Well, I think it was a step too soon. He only has the one chair. What am I to sleep in? Right. No, if only he had two chairs and then I'd be totally fine. Then I would know what he meant. Yes. <laughs> but so if he doesn't leave, maybe that's what he's uh, you know, asking. He's asking you to get another chair and, and move in. I mean. Very good point. Could be. <laughs> but at this point, you know. Well, at this point, he's dead. I, I don't know if you heard. I've been saying it. <laughs> ah, hence the no donut. That's what a uh, no donut means. Exactly. Right. The signal. So as you can tell, we have a few mysteries. What did the apple fritter mean? Where was the donut the day of? Why was the shoelace untied? And that's it. <laughs> Nothing else to question. <laughs> <laughs> and that caution tape. I question that caution tape. I mean, I guess so. I can't help but feel it was a perfect warning. They're right. I should have proceeded with caution. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the day before, when you had seen him that final time and he gives you the apple fritter, did anything yeah. else seem off? Was it all normal in the lighthouse? Well, now that you mention it, something odd did happen. When he opened the door, a small child ran out. Into my arms, and I thought, finally, a son. All I've ever wanted was a son. And then he bit me and ran away. Interesting. This, uh, something's up with Chet. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered if it was his son. He had never mentioned it. On account of not speaking. Yeah. (laughs) And there's never, he'd never given any kind of donut that would suggest a son. Well, he used to give me those baby donuts. Maybe that's what that meant. No, One a, of those baby donuts? Yeah, what's a baby donut for the listeners? <laughs> well, I mean, I know, a baby donut is a smaller donut attached by what could be an umbilical cord to a bigger donut. <laughs> and the bigger donut, of course, gives nutrients to the baby donut. That's what I'd like to think, yes. <laughs> I guess it's And he used to give you these. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Pardon me, I'm getting choked up. I miss him. Well, hopefully we can figure out what happened to Chet. 
Uh, what we're going to do in the meantime is take a quick break. That's okay. Uh, I this seems like fast. the wrong time to take a break. Who's going to solve this murder <laughs> if we're busy relaxing? <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, we're going to come right back and we're going to try and figure out what happened to Chet. I hope so. It seems like I'm the only one figuring anything out. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we are back on Christmas podcast killed to death. Uh, I'm happy Christmas. Happy. Uh, ha ha ha. Ha 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 uh, everyone. We're still here with Bones. Uh, we're still here with Chandeline. Uh, Chandeline Jean. You are still here. Chandeline Jean. Hello. You're of course uh, a single mother with no kids. Yes. Uh, but you do have two jobs. Uh, the first being the aforementioned single mother with no kids. The second being going through a divorce with your soon-to-be ex-husband, David. Yes. If people paid in money based on what's happening emotionally, I'd be rich. Uh, you live in the town of, was it Rutherford, New Haven? Yes. <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Uh, I guarantee it. <laughs> a town with... A lighthouse uh, where the light was accidentally installed backwards. Mm. It shines into the town from the top of the lighthouse. Uh, yes. The town has two sides, of course, the west side and the east side. Mm -hmm. uh, currently at war due to an affair your husband, soon to be ex-husband David, was having. Yes. Uh, and an upside as well. Uh, after a one meter incline, uh, an upside of the lighthouse itself. Yes. Uh, that is where Chet Stedman lived. He was a, a shy kid, you know the type. Uh, his his spine was bad, so he slept in a chair, but uh, and had no forget. other furniture in the lighthouse. I can't forget that he is the world record holder for never falling down. He did make the world record for never falling down. Yep. Yes. Uh, so he would not have just fallen down the stairs, which is how you found his body. Yes, exactly at the bottom of the stairs. When you went to visit him for your daily nine to 9.07 a.m. visit, you trotted right through the door. You saw his body laying there, head resting on the first step. A pile yes. of blood next to the body. Uh, caution taped off. It said caution H. And then it continued. And, and why couldn't you read the rest of it? Why did it trail off? I forgot. I oh, forgot, you forgot to read it. <laughs> you got to the H and then forgot to keep reading well, there was a dead body there. I had other things to tend to. What did you do when you found him? I pulled out my cellular phone, called my provider to check that I still had unlimited calling. They said yes. Then I hung up and I called 911. <laughs> when they answered, they said, what's your emergency? I said, well, it's not an emergency. He's already dead. Then we chatted about our day. Then I told them about the body. Then they said they were going to send someone out there. I asked for that person's name and address. They wouldn't give it to me. Then I said, don't bother. I don't want to interact with strangers. There's a killer on the loose. And then I talked to you too. <laughs> I can see now why you called to make sure you had unlimited calling before yeah, making Yeah, you needed call. to make that one phone call. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not made of data. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need data for a phone call. <laughs> You don't know my provider. No, we don't. But uh, no, every time you would visit Chet, uh, he would give you a donut to convey right. his mood. 
Uh, yes. Sometimes it, it would be uh, sprinkles if he was feeling nuts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sometimes it would be what else was it? a cinnamon if he was sp- feeling a bit spicy that day. Dark chocolate yes. if he was, had a heavy heart. Dark chocolate if he had a heavy heart. And the day before mm. uh, this happened to him, uh, an apple fritter mm. suggesting yes. home. Suggesting home. But also we should mention that he did have a kid. Oh yeah, kid donuts that he would give. He used to give to out time. baby donuts right. uh, attached to bigger donuts with an umbilical cord. Did this stop the day that the kid ran out of his lighthouse? Yes, okay, I never yeah. saw the baby donut or the kid again. <laughs> so this could have been his son. Before the kid ran out, did anything suggest? I don't know another person living in that lighthouse. Well, a woman also left with a packed bag, but that perhaps day? she was just there. Showing off her bag. <laughs> it was nice luggage. Yeah, I'd show it off too. Did he also, before she left, used to give out three donuts? There was the one with the baby attached with an umbilical cord and maybe a donut that resembled Chet. Well, it was more like the donut with the umbilical cord baby on it and then a juice. <laughs> and a juice? Yes. What did the juice suggest to you? Well... I always thought of Chet to be a moist man, so I thought mm. it could be him. I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get, he did live by the sea. Mm, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and Friend juice is light. So maybe he had, much like uh, you're going through right now, uh, a disruption in his family unit. I certainly hope not. This is the worst time in my life. If he was going through that, poor man. Now, one other important detail about the day you found him uh, is that right before you walked in, you turned around and spotted your soon-to-be ex-husband, David, walking away from the lighthouse, hands covered in blood. Yes, red-handed. I caught him. This is the Skype theme song. We're just going to click hello. Hello? Hello. David? It's you. What are you doing here? I was calling into the show. I am also calling into the show. Oh. David, you're supposed to be giving me space. I didn't know you'd be on. David, I posted it on my Facebook. I have a minimum of two to three friends, all of them mutual. I I haven't been on today. Okay, I believe you. Uh, David, uh, why are you phoning into the show? I have some helpful information. In that case, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I understand that this is a, a hotline for people who know about murders. Of course, I believe my Skype handle is Toplitsky. People can uh, call me anytime. Yeah, please cold call <laughs> and help out. That's uh, what I'm trying to do. What information then, do you have? Yeah, here's, David, get to it. Well, here's what I know. I can only imagine this is infuriating for the listener. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing, go ahead. What? Oh. Nothing, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, did you have something you wanted to say? Who are you talking to? Uh, you. 
No, David, you're the one with something to say. This is driving me bananas. <laughs> Sorry, Chandeline. I'll go ahead. Well, it was yesterday. I was visiting the lighthouse. I went up the stairs when suddenly I realized that we'd gotten too high for what my nose was capable of processing. Why were you at the lighthouse at all? You don't go. Well, let's just say I had a suspicion that one XY... I'm going through a divorce right now. Do you know about Me this? Me too. <laughs> It's one of the most trying situations in my entire life. Uh, and you, you had suspected that your soon-to-be ex-wife uh, was having an affair with the lighthouse man? Well, I didn't want to suggest, but I thought I would have a friendly chat with the lighthouse man. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. He's one of the shy kids. I soon realized, you know the type, that he doesn't talk. But... So he was still alive, sorry, when you visited Yes. And this would have been what what time? Sitting in his chair. 8 a.m. 8 a.m., wow. Sitting in his chair. I go for a morning jog every day to the lighthouse. S since when? Since, well, ever since the divorce, I kind of let myself go. Yes, David, that's why we're getting the divorce. But because then, ever since the divorce started, he started letting himself go. Yes, there was a minute we were going to get back together. And I took one look at him and I thought, not on my watch. <laughs> well, I told myself I'm not going to lose another partner. And guess what? My new girlfriend, Tanya, told me to start jogging. And it's made a world of difference. Wow. She Can't sounds nice. She's very nice. This is the one who, okay. who lives on the west side but is from the east side? How do you know? We, we, we've well, heard about Tom. Well, let's just say I have loose lips and not accounting for the fact that there's butter on them. <laughs> we, you can't be telling everyone that Tanya's from the east side. I have to. The light is shining <laughs> on me. I'm an honest woman. Well, I suppose you're right. And the light's shining on me as well, which is why I have to say, it was Tanya. What? And I hate to say it, but I think it was. Why? I believe you. Case closed. Oh, wait. Yes. Why? <laughs> Not that I don't believe you as well. Thank you. I'm a reliable source. I went there at 8 a.m., and Tanya knows I've been going every day. So she followed me on my jog. And she also knows that you, my ex-wife, go there soon every day. Soon to be. Soon to be ex-wife also goes there every day. So she thought I was having an affair with you. Oh my God. So she bursts into the lighthouse. That's when she notices... The lighthouse keeper. Okay. Chad Stedman. Wait, this is yes. while you were there at 8 a.m.? No. Okay. This is when I left. Okay. I left, looked back at the lighthouse. So this would have been about 8.07. Yes. When she arrived and burst in through the door, 
She tried to question him and get some information. Of course, he didn't talk. So all he did was give her a donut. Frustrated, she threw it to the ground and pushed him down the stairs. What a waste of the donut. So I went back. Blood on my hands. I went back only to find Wait, him lying. Wait, when you went there. back, there was already blood on your Oh, I guess the <laughs> nose Yes, from, from the nosebleed. Yeah. Why won't you listen? <laughs> you know me better than anyone. Thanks. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm Griffin. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized we never properly greeted each other. That was rude. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Carry on. I'm just saying, I went back and then I remembered you would be there between 9 and 9.07 and you had those suede shoes, which I'd gotten you as part of the divorce. Yeah, you, you gotta get people gifts when you go through divorces. I felt bad. So, yes. when you would arrive, I thought, what about all the blood? It would get on your beautiful new suede shoes. So, yes. I put up some Halloween caution tape. Oh, did it say caution Halloween? No, it said caution. How are you feeling this Halloween? Mm. I knew it. <laughs> That's because you know me better than anyone. So, wait a minute. You're trying to tell me that you were protecting me? I guess I, guess I love you. Is this a murder, or is this a reunion of lovers? Uh, both. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya's not the woman I thought she was. What She's should we do with her? Can you repeat what you just said? What should we do with her? I assume oh. because we figured it out, we get to decide. Yeah, we're That's, kind of the arbiters of justice. Yeah. That's the rule in the town. <laughs> Whoever figures out your crime gets to choose what happens to you? That's right. Well, if it were up to me, here's what I think. She should move back to where she came from. She clearly needs support of loved ones. That's the east side. Yeah. And you and I, I'm going to say something, and I hope it's not too forward. I hope I can listen. <laughs> but... I would like to offer you an apple fritter in the way of asking you to move back in with me. That is what it means. I'm so done with these warring sides, the west side and the east side. Perhaps you and I move to a different side entirely, the upside. Oh my God, a fresh start. The lighthouse is empty and it's full of a chair. There's one chair in there, but if we just put one more chair in there, I think it can really feel like home. Well, I've had no time to think about it, and my answer is yes. <laughs> wow, I'm going to rip up these divorce papers right now. Shred. Sounds good. Tear. Scrunch. Crackle. Burn. There they go. Wow, it seems like everything worked out. We solved the mystery and we got back together. I don't see why anybody else needs to take further action. Yeah, Tanya has to move back to the east side. Yes, it's the only way to keep us safe. She would never murder someone on the east side. And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. Uh, I want to thank Matt Probst for our theme song, 
Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, KGD Pod, mm. Instagram, Kill to Death Podcast. Email us a suggestion. Oh, thank you for this week's scenario, uh, Matt Ouellette. Thank you, uh, Matt. He he asked for everything you heard specifically. Mm-hmm. Word uh, for word. And if you'd like to write in, uh, you can. Yeah. An email, did I say the address? I don't know. Uh, again, if I did, killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's all okay. I have going on. I'll take a note. <laughs> uh, Steve, uh, would you like to plug your family's upcoming album? Well, uh, yeah, if you live um, actually anywhere and you are a music exec, like we'll come to you. If you're in a music executive and you're looking to sign a cool family trio that uh, just loves to sing the Christmas tunes, not like you know them, new, fresh, hot to take Christmas tunes, definitely, uh, definitely sign us uh, name pending. <laughs> I forgot what I said earlier, so name is pending. And David, anything to plug? I just like to say love is real. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, and Chandeline, uh, what would you like people to check out? Well, I think you should all check out my favorite podcast, the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. Basically, it's a woman who empowers you to feel the way you want to feel. She helped me through my almost divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as I would also hear- like to plug that love is real. <laughs> I, li- I listened to that while I was going through a divorce as well. And now what will you listen to? Probably something dark and depressing because my life is full of love again. That sounds about right. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> the choice is yours. That's the point of her podcast. <laughs> It's whatever you want. <laughs> it's one of those where you can choose if you listen or not podcast. Yes, exactly. No pressure. <laughs> and where can people find that? At Self Esteem Party on Instagram, at Self Esteem Party on whatever Twitter is, and on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. So you know what Instagram is, but not Twitter. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, and I'd like to say... Uh, yeah. To, to all of our, our Christmas listeners, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're celebrating you know, Christmas or Jewish Christmas or any, any other holiday, keep your stick on the ice. You heard him. Keep your dick on the ice. <laughs> Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.